Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Hey kids, it's Danny Tamborelli, also known as Little Pete from The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And this is Michael C. Morona, a.k.a. Big Pete from the same show. And uh, my name is Jeremy. I produce this podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Mike, on the Last Podcast Network. Hey, JB, can you tell them what it's all about? The Adventures of Danny and Mike is a weekly podcast with equal parts nostalgia, comedy, and surprises. That's right. So check us out on The Last Podcast Network. The Last Podcast Podcast Network. Network. God bless Mother Nature, and she's a single woman too. She took off to heaven, and she rearranged the sky, so that each and every woman could have the perfect guy. <laughs> it's raining, man, yeah. I've been singing that to myself for days because it's been raining. It's been raining in L.A. for days. Ugh, God. You and Henry both are bitching about this rain thing. It is. It's terrible outside. Let me ask you this. Is it warm rain or is it cold rain? It's cold rain. How cold? It's like in the... 50s and 60s. (laughs) It's cold outside, but I will say that yesterday I lost power for about seven or eight hours uh, because of the rain, because LA just can't handle it. And so I just kept sitting on my porch singing, uh, Welcome to the Hotel California. (laughs) And I really pissed off my roommates. Um, Apparently they're not Eagles fans. How did you entertain yourself for seven hours without power? Especially the thing is that they are very they are two very prepared individuals. So it was fine inside of the house, except I was like, that's great. My computer is charged, I can get work done. Uh, but there's no wireless. Uh-huh. When there's no That's a hot spot. You gotta go hot spot. Yeah, I gotta go a hot spot. So I had to schlep everything in the fucking rain. What am I? Some kind of escamine? I don't got the time for this shit. <laughs> this is why the rest of the country hates California. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All just, the rest of us are going through just like fucking horrible, brutal winter just out in it, having to put on a fucking coat just to go get the mail. <laughs> then you're like, it's chilly. <laughs> I have to go to a coffee rain. shop to do my work. I have to go to a coffee shop to do my work for like five hours. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I found myself when I first moved to LA not understanding how people could live like this. But I, I actually, like, walking to the gym this morning, I was just going, uh, 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 and I, um, and now I get it. We are all mm-hmm. prince and princesses, and we like, we like our things, 
And we like our things. <laughs> I'm going to move. When I can leave it all behind, I'm going to move to Florida and become one of those people who lives in Florida who talks about their past life. <laughs> I can't wait. If you go to like Key West, everyone there is like, uh, who everyone who like runs a boat like by day mm-hmm. is like, oh, I had a past life as a accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to be somebody with a past life in Key West. What are you gonna? What do you see? We've been talking about this a lot lately. What are you gonna name your boat? Because if you move to Florida and you're gonna have a past life, you have to get a boat and you have to name it something. I do have to name it something. Damn, that's. I'm gonna have to think about that. See, I was thinking that I would my my job because I do get seasickness is the problem with me mm. going to Key West and being mm. a boat person. So I think I might be fu- become like a fun like gravelly voiced bartender that everybody confides in. Ah, I'm going to name my boat Gunt's Promise. Because <laughs> I promise to all the guns out there that I'm going to have a past life and I'm going to have a boat. <laughs> Ooh, I like Gunt's Promise. I came up with, I, I want mine, no one likes this name, but I want it to be called I Can't, but I Can Not. K-N-O-T. Come on, guys. Come on, does it make sense? Doesn't it? Isn't that a boat term? Knots. Knots, portals. I I, I will say I've been referring to my squirty bird as a porthole for a bit of time. (laughs) Because you can look in, but you can't get out. (laughs) I can't believe that you didn't go for something. Maybe it's just too low-hanging fruit, but I would have... Maybe gone for like the poop deck or something, you know, just name the whole boat after a, sp- a fun part of the boat. I mean, you know how I feel about fart jokes. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Know. That's right. I can't really oh. go down that hole. It would be fun to just name a boat fart. Ugh. Fart the boat. <laughs> I need to name my bar fart. fart the bar. <laughs> fart the bar. And it's going to be on the water. It's going to be one of those bars on Key, like in Key West that's like a water, like you sit at it and you're mm-hmm. like looking out at the water. That's and you nice. guys can park your boats out inside my bar, fart Ooh. the bar, and, <laughs> and I just, when everybody comes back from their boats, they come in to me, and they get their drinks, and I'm like, I sound like Mariah Carey by this time. Nice. Uh, yeah, damn straight you do. I, I, there was this really podunk place, I think it's called Whitey's Fish Camp in Jacksonville, and we would go to Whitey's Fish Camp because it was a dockside bar that you could pull your boat up to. There is nothing quite like the dudes that get off of their boat and roll into a bar to drink like 50 cent Jaeger shots. At like 2.15. I thought I was going to go back to Jacksonville to find my husband because <laughs> technically I think that's what I need in my life to die by the age of 45. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the genre of dive bar on the water is a very special kind of dive bar. Oh, Jackie, I could totally see you dying in a tragic boat accident. I think that I'm I'm on board. What's it? What's uh? What's the celebrity that died? It was like oh, she Natalie ne- Wood. Yes, I'm gonna be just like her. It's like and we never saw her ever again. And my <laughs> life will also be like um, sleeping with the enemy. And I'll be just like Julia Roberts, except I won't flush the ring down the toilet because that was really dumb. Because he went after her and found her and that brown-eyed girl. Ooh, she got got. Did you ever watch? I only watched the first episode, so I can't really ma- even make a reference about it. But but Coach from Friday Night Lights, he was in a show about Key West called Oh Oh uh, Bloodline. Ah, uh, Bloodline. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. I this- thought you were going to talk about Coach. 
Yeah, which I'm totally <laughs> I'm on board for because I want to sleep with Coach. Talk about a daddy, 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 daddy. There's only one Coach to me. Mm, Taylor. Mm, coach Taylor. Yes. Wait, you only seen one episode? I d- yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I love every piece of programming that's ever been made about South Florida because I love Key West and the key and like I love the whole aesthetic and so I watched Bloodline and he was there and it had like it was the same format as like uh, Succession and like 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 for a, a family of four adult kids who are all, all dysfunctional and the oldest brother is like the outest of the casts and and then like everyone else is trying to like keep the family together and it had everything I wanted but mm-hmm. I didn't keep watching it. It's really great. The first season is great. The second season kind of falls off it. But I will say that there that is a show that encapsulates what Florida is to a T. Just like drinking beers, hearing the slight like waves, and just like the clink, clank, clank, clink, clank, clank, clank of the boats. Um, and also murder and sabotage. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what, what's wrong with me? I need to watch it. That sounds like everything I want. Oh, speaking of murder and sabotage, I've been watching a new show that's nothing but murder, sabotage, and sex. That's what? All I what, want. what? 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 What is it? The Americans. <gasps> I started watching The Americans like two months ago. It's fucking great, right? It's fucking awesome. Oh, it's so good. Jackie, you would love it so much. Is that what the one with Carrie on? Russell uh, in it? I'm on season two. I'm yeah. on season two, too. Yeah, yeah, Carrie Russell, Carrie yeah. Carrie Russell and Matthew Rees, who is weirdly sexy. Yeah. You don't think he's going to be sexy, and then he sneaks up on you. Oh, there's so much sex. There's a sexy Russian. Oh, there's so much sex. It's just nothing but fucking and killing. It's so sexy. Why didn't you immediately text me about these things? <laughs> if there's sex in it, I want to watch it. And Carrie Russell is hot. Yeah, she's hot, 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 hot. Very hot. Yeah, and then there's hot Russians, and they're always fucking people because they're spies. Do you know the uh, the premise of this show? I know that they're spies, and that's about it, but they fuck yeah. Russians? There are two Russian spies in America in 1982, uh-huh. and they're a part of a program in which they've been trained to be Americans. Like, they're not allowed to speak in Russian accents. They they're not allowed to speak Russian. Russian. They had no Russian accent at all, but they're both KGB agents that grew up in Russia. And it's them, like, trying to be married, and they got two kids, and they're Ooh. also trying to be spies. And there's all kinds of shit that goes on. A lot of pressure. Ooh, and then there's another. Then there's the other main plot line is like the FBI agent that lives across the street from them. Who is also the guy from the Truman Show. Yes, also the best friend from the Truman Show, yeah. Ooh, wait, are they... Are they actually in love with each other, or are they forced together because they're spies? Well, that's uh, a great yeah, question. I mean, that's a bit. I mean, that is a big conflict Ooh. of the show that is explored it, thoroughly, at least in season one and season two. And I yeah. can't imagine it goes away. And there's a oh, bunch yeah. of seasons too, so it's a really good show to like just go in on. Yeah, like, there's like six seasons. I'm gonna be watching this show for the rest of my life because yeah. I don't have time to binge watch right now. So I'm just, it's like us and Pretty, Pretty Little, little liars. liars. yeah, Just like tantric sexing up my way through the Americans. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, four years from now, I'm going to finish. Yeah, and apparently the last season was like fucking fantastic. Like it stays good throughout. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it is it um, present day? No, it's 1982. Mm. So it's like height of the Cold War. Yeah. Uh, it's like very like everybody's afraid of Russia. It's... But it's it is so sexy. But that's it's, the thing; they're afraid of Russia because they fucking should be. Yeah, Russian, badass Russians. It's it's impossibly sexy. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. And yeah. you don't have to know anything about the Cold War. Like it is really interesting politically, but I don't really know anything about the Cold War. And 
I'm finding it very interesting, but it's not like uh, you have to have like a bunch of like prior knowledge going in. No, no, none whatsoever. But you do have to pay attention. Okay, it is, all right. Yeah. It is very complex. Sometimes I admit when I'm watching the Americans, I like maybe 85% understand what's going on. Yeah, In me terms too. of the plot. I just keep going. When yeah. I don't understand what's going on, I just keep going and like, it'll all work itself out eventually. Someone yeah. will die and then they will explain what is going on here. Yeah. And because it's, they'll they'll set out the entire plot line for the episode in like one mumbled sentence in the first five minutes because it's like a spy mission of the week type of show. Okay. It's like every... Every week, there's like a new spy mission that they have to accomplish. I'm completely on board. Where are we yeah. watching this? Oh, uh, it's on FX. Oh, how do I do so, it if you don't have the cable? Amazon. I, yeah, I watch it on Google Play. Okay, I'll do that. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> it's really, it's so damn sexy. I was so taken aback by how sexy I find Matthew Reese. Like, I really. Oh, he's it, very sexy. I, I, I'm glad because at first I was just like, this is maybe it's because he's like he, they make him very 80s. Like he's got real 80s hair, and like at, at first I was like, oh, this is like I don't know, just like a dad guy who's mm-hmm. married to Felicity. Yeah. And then by the end of like episode one, I was like, okay, like it, it really is very, very. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Because that's the thing about spycraft is that they have to use their bodies to get things done. Oh, it's like, so it's Russian Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I guess. I never saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Never saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith I mean, Smith me neither. neither. I just know that that's how they started fucking. <laughs> I don't think anyone really saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith. All I know is that they started fucking because of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It did look sexy, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, it did look sexy. And this show is is definitely, and it's sexy in all kinds of ways because you've got like sensual loving sex, but then you've also got like dirty ballroom sex. And then you've got like really dirty uh, Carrie Russell sex because she's (laughs) got to get that information from that general any way she can. Uh, But the only thing about it is. I do not find the guy from the Truman Show sexy in the least, and no. I find him very annoying. And I think I'm supposed to like his character is not the one that you're really identifying with, but he drives me nuts. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> I like Sam Beeman. Yeah, Sam Beeman. Sam Beeman's okay, and I like the plot line of like him and his wife and all the problems they got to go through. Uh oh, yeah. as an FBI agent, is she just a normal? Yeah, she's, she's just, a normal, yeah, but, she's but they normal. don't. You know, it's hard for them to connect because he's he's always thinking about work. He's yeah, and he work. can't talk to her about it. He can't tell her what's going on because it's the fucking Cold War. Also, he has like a real sense of self-importance about how what a big boy important FBI guy he is. Mm-hmm. But and the also, whole, all the FBI kind of has that, but they play with it really well. I never watched the Waltons, but Gideon cannot let an episode of the Americans go by without pointing out that John Boy from the Waltons is also in it, Agent Gad. That's John Boy? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) It means nothing to me. I literally don't know who John Boy is. Wow. But it's very important to Gideon. Oh, that's interesting. Unless he's wrong, which is also possible, because I've never fact-checked him. But every single time, he's like, that's John Boy. See, I feel like I would have more sex with my partner if they had a job that they couldn't talk to me about. Because I feel like I would always be like the Carrie Russell where it's like, but I just want to get some information out of you. How do I do it? You know, it's like you have a whole separate life that I don't know about, which I imagine would bring problems eventually. But the first five years, I feel like that would be hachi machi. Well, this isn't a spoiler, but if you want just some example of uh, a little bit of uh, sexiness between Carrie Russell and the husband, yes. Philip and... Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Philip and Elizabeth, is that she tries to get him to role play as one of his spy characters. Ooh. <laughs> fuck me, la- fuck me as Clark. 
Ooh, I want to watch it. I think I feel like I'm just. I can just like cut to me in five hours from now, just watching the sex clips from the Americans, (laughs) which is what I'm probably gonna do. We all want to don a brogue and take a Scottish suckling to the hot, strong youngs and Outlander, but let's think about how those hot, fresh youngs smell for a second. Uh oh! How is my hot, strong young covered in yuck sauce? It's cause they didn't have the electricity or the passion yet to have a company that's bringing the feeling back into fragrance, and that's Fleur, baby. Instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper, or worse, being ambushed by a sea of yummy, kilted notimen, you can get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. If you like what you hear and see, odds are you'll like the scent of Fleur, not of the naughty men. Bad boys can't always be lick boys, no matter how hard they try. Then you actually try them on your own skin, at your own place and pace. I'd so much rather have beautifully scented fleur on my skin than think of the rashy fronts and bottoms of those poor wool-swathed groinages happening in Outlander. Each fleur scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life. Not some silly idea that a celebrity or a clothing designer thinks you should live up to. And because all that matters is what you like, their scents are gender-free. So get that snack pack whacking, because no matter what you got down there, you gonna smell like a treat ready to eat while combating whatever familial or wartime part of history you find you and your boy toy in. Get to kissing! The best part, Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. Now I slam on my Hepcat scent in a Jamie-esque fashion, cause he can Jayco bite this fresh fruity apple whenever he pleases. Keep squashing them political uprisings, as long as you save one uprising for this smoky and raw feline. I knew I would love Hepcat because it was described as smoky and raw, a dark and moody scent, which I'm all about. I may not be as dark and moody as I used to be, but damn if I don't want to smell like I'm living in Empire Records. I love it! Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes, delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. Jamie, why won't you love me? The whole episode is so good that you won't even want to skip to the sex parts, but it is basically not exactly like every week Carrie Russell needs to like use sex to achieve her mission, but it is not not that either. I mean, she's not shy about using sex to achieve the mission. Yeah. I mean, speaking of shows that I need to start watching and I have started watching because of your recommendations, can we just get a little bit into our 90 Day Fiance talk? I would like to take you beyond the 90 Day Fiance. Uh, all these people are talking about 90 Day Fiance all week now since we talked about it last week. Uh, I gotta watch it, but I haven't yet, and now I feel like... Molly, you, you <laughs> need to watch it. Watch it. Watch it. You watch it, no, Bobby? No, 
television show. This show is now to take over my life. Oh, man. I mean, the couple's tell-all that was just released on Sunday. Woo, boy. Yeah, Rob, I'm still trying to desperately catch up, but... Oh, man. So you're just, I mean, you're just now getting into the, uh, the I mean, uh, Colton Larissa, obviously, that's... Uh, the, yeah, Corti and uh, Larissa from Brazil. That's obviously, like, the most popular one. They're the most popular couple because they're the craziest, because they're both crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy, yeah, but he's crazy in a quiet, very, very quiet way, but she's uh, really crazy. Uh, and then you, you got Oswego, and you got your uh, Ashley and her dude. Oh, and, yeah, yeah Jay. There, there's Jay, yeah, yeah, there's a whole lot going on this season. But the reason why I bring it up is because Larissa, who is Colty's wife, um, just got arrested. Again. I, I mean, she's been, I think it said that she's been arrested six times. Well, she was arrested a couple times here in America for a domestic battery uh, by beating Colt. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And rough shit. Yeah. Both times, like, he called the cops on her and the cops showed up and uh, were like, oh, wow. Yeah. You're definitely at fault here. Oh, and no. then uh, the last time that they showed up, she had, like, scratches and all kinds of shit all over. And uh, they determined they were all self inflicted. Self inflicted. And I think that, like, not to say this, but it's it really truly blows my mind because he came out, I think, I guess a couple of weeks ago because he had been talking with other women online. And so she flipped the fuck out because he was like sending dick pics to women and women were flirting with him online. And why? Look at this dude. <laughs> I'm not even talking looks. I mean, personality. He's a dead fucking weird, creepy fish. Yeah, yes, dead weird creepy fish. He's a bloat fish, but like a, a dead, a dead, dead fish in every way. He has almost no personality, and the only personality that he does have is awful. Yeah. Have you guys seen, and it's, I know it's not the exact same show, but I want to at least ask if anybody has seen the commercials for the new reality show Temptation Island. Ooh. I've heard of Temptation Island. This is like the third or fourth season, right? That's what, the, mm -hmm. I, that's what people... So it's the commercials are like a brand new series, mm -hmm. but everybody I've asked about it is like that show's been on for like decades. Yeah. And so I'm confused about whether it's new or not. But the premise is that these uh, couples go to the island and then they're allowed to date other people, uh -huh. and it's supposed to see how strong their relationship is. Oh, there are lots of fights. Indeed, the temptation, the temptation. is there. Mm, yeah, it certainly it is. It looks so sexy, and I do want to watch it. And 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 I guess I'm sure that 90 Day Fiance also has lots of sex, but I kind of like that real world style. It sex does where it, it's a bunch though. of people has, in a house. It has no sex at all. Really? Yeah. None. None whatsoever. It's mostly just awkward fights. See, and that's I, I like the fights, but I like when they come along with sex, and again, preferably a bunch of people all in a house together having sex, which is what Temptation Island looks like. The problem with 90 Day Fiance, my biggest my biggest complaint about it, and, and sometimes I do have to turn it off because the episodes are like an hour and a half long oh, each. No. Uh, like each episode is like a it, full they're length so movie. Long. They're so <laughs> long. They're so fucking long. <laughs> so long. Uh, <laughs> and and but what gets me is the bickering. Is like the big fights are fun. Like when you're like really like you're watching like a couple have like a very serious fight that they both agreed to be filmed. 
Like, they both agreed that their entire lives would be filmed for this series. But when it gets into, like, just the snipping and the bickering, that's when I'm like, I have to fucking turn this off for a little while. Yeah. I, have to, I have to leave the room. I guess if, if it's, like, marital fights without sex, that sounds like a actually a bit of a hard sell. Well, I mean, according to Larissa, we are having sex all the time. You're yeah. always asking me for the sex. That's not a tape I want to watch. To be fair, I, and I watch I want to watch a lot of tapes. I want to watch most tapes. It's not a tape I want to watch. Because no. I imagine he's crying and she's just like scratching at him like, I love it. I love it. I love myself. And she's just like watching herself in a mirror. She did have a pretty good insult on the uh, the tell-all because she got into a fight, of course, with a couple of the other couples. And as they were, the other couple was walking off the set, she just goes, try to buy a butt because the other one doesn't have as big of a Brazilian butt as she does. I mean, she's got a great ass. And then there's the other couple where he just straight up bought her new breasts before she even got to America, so. And she was also 16 when they met. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. No, yeah, because we finally did the the math as far, because she was like 19. She's like, we met three years ago. I'm like, oh, shit, you were, you were 16 years old. And she's also the hottest one on the show. By Wait. far, oh, yeah. By, by far the hottest one. Yeah, Jonathan and... What's her name? Uh, Agabado. Oh, I forget man. what her name is. I, they're boring. They're yes, boring. They, they shit. are boring. Yeah. Yeah, they're the most boring couple on there, but they're the hottest couple on there. Yeah. They're just shallow. They're just extremely shallow people. And she's a child, uh, and he is a, a shallow 32 year old. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things uh things get weird. And the, the families also come in and fight and say, "Don't marry this person." Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. In the case, in the uh, case of like the uh, the older dumpy guy and his uh, Indonesian oh, yeah, green ex-marine. card, yeah, 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 the Indonesian green card hunting uh, wifey on that one. Yeah, she had uh, him kick out his own daughter from the house because you make a mess. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Ugh. right. Very mm. upsetting, but also Molly, if you're getting down, if you're going down the Temptation Island route, I highly encourage you to watch Love Island, which is the British uh, fuck reality show. I think I've talked about it on here before, but talk about fucking. They ends like everyone has to like sleep in different beds every night, kind of thing, and like of course they're just gonna end up fucking. Yeah, see, that's what I want. Like that, it's because it, I think it's like a it's like a suspended adolescence. They're like being like being a teenager. And watching, like, the real world and, like, watching people all staying in a house together all fucking. And when you're a teenager, you're like, the only times that I'm ever around other people, like, who I want to flirt with are, like, at sleepovers or, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, school trips. Or oh, which, yeah. You're always surrounded by a lot of other people. Yeah. Not like I actually want to have sex for real in a house with, like, a bunch of other people who are also having sex. In real life, that would be really weird. But something about it on TV, when it's just a house full of people who are all super sexually charged, it really mm-hmm. works as a TV formula. For yeah, sure. Great. I feel like it harkens back to, like, the drama club trips you would go on where you had the tape on the door and you're like, but if I didn't have this tape on the door, I would be showing up at your door. Just have a hubba. A hubba you wanted? Because I won golden monologuing. Don't you want to be with me? <laughs> oh, and and yeah. the whole thing, like all of these shows, they're so, even though 
weirdly, the people in them are in their late 20s and early 30s. Like, they're really all teenagers. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's such a teenage concept. Yeah. Like, the idea that there's people who are 32 years old doing these shows seems impossible. Yeah. It's very sexy. Very sexy. It's like teenagers <laughs> are the producers. And it's, it's, like, it's like if they let teenagers into the, behind the, you know, into the production room and they're like, what do you want to see? Like, oh, a bunch of people on a sleepover. Fucking. Fucking. Fucking every time. <laughs> They're on a school trip, but then they get to sneak out of their hotel rooms and they go to each other's hotel rooms. Yes, please. I would watch the hell out of that. That's why I loved Bug Juice. Even though there was no fucking Bug Juice because they were all like 12 there or 13. Sure wasn't. Bug no. Juice? It was a Disney Channel show in the, I want to say early 2000s. Maybe, or maybe in the 90s. It was just like if you never went to summer camp like uh-huh. me, or if you did go to summer camp, like Girl Scout camp and everyone was mean to you also like me then you could watch this show and live vicarious it was just like a bunch of kids like having a great time uh, see we had uh, Salute Your Shorts that also, was also I yeah, yeah. Salute Your but Shorts but Bug yeah. Juice was a uh, was a docu show it was like, a, it was like yeah. one of the early oh. reality shows so you okay. could do your fictional with Salute Your Shorts I think I had a crush on Pinsky mm-hmm. is that possible Possibly. Probably. Was Pins- he kind of, what What did he look like? Pins- did he look he like, 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 the, like the guy from Scream? <laughs> he was the bad boy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he was. I like, you know, I liked him. Also, you throwing it out there, I would have definitely slobbed on Donkey Lips. You're going to say Donkey Lips, aren't you? Uh. <laughs> you definitely are going to say Donkey Lips. Of course I'm going to say Donkey Lips. Of course. I, I think that that's great. I think that Donkey Lips was a great character and a great guy. Yeah. Donkey I th- Lips. Donkey, Donkey Lips. Pinsky, I feel like um, bring it up was. a picture of Pinsky. That's definitely where it showed that I um, just wanted to have sex and I didn't care. You know what I mean? Where it's like, that guy would definitely sleep with me. But Donkey Lips was sweet. Yeah, Pinsky. He was cute. He's got a 90s look about him. He's got that 90s uh, swoopy hair. Yeah, he was the bad boy. Uh, But Pinsky definitely looks like um, the kind of dude that you would sleep with on the Kid Rock cruise that I keep saying I'm going to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he really holds up now, but it makes sense that when I was like eight, I thought he was he was dreamy. I have talked to you guys about this Kid Rock cruise, right? That I am planning on going on at some point. I, I don't think so. I don't. You, I've heard, I've heard mention <laughs> of Kid Rock cruise, but I did not know that the plans were actually in motion. I mean, it leaves the dock out of my hometown. How do I not do? I feel like they're begging me to go and watch Uncle Cracker four nights in a row. Ooh. So, uh, the thing about a cruise, many things about a cruise scare me. One is that there's no way out. Another is that. You're on the water, and again, aforementioned seasickness, but you're talking about a cruise where all the entertainment, instead of having all of those, you know, Mickey Mouse-shaped swimming pools and lounge singers, it's all Kid Rock theme. Uh, She's talking about Kid Rock's chilling the most flying high island jam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just, I want to, I don't know. I feel like you would be trapped on a boat with some of the world's worst people. I think it would be such a fun adventure. Oh, you're not going to meet your husband on that cruise. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> I, but I, what I did tell Jeff, I was like, I feel like this is a good thing for me to go on with my girls because there's a guarantee that I will not cheat on you. you it is not a fuck boat. <laughs> you do not want to fuck on that boat. Oh, excuse me. The Kid Rock's chilling the most flying high island jam. That's actually, I think, where the cruise might 
end in oh. the Dominican Republic at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. All inclusive experience, two kid rock shows, four days of music and activities, one rock and music festival vacation. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, follow me. Everything is all right. <laughs> I bet no. they play that song at least five, because Uncle Cracker usually is on the boat with them. And I feel like, I mean, I can hear follow me. 20 times in a day and not want to off myself or throw myself off the side of the boat. That's not true. I definitely would think about throwing myself off the side of the boat. <laughs> God, I mean, I would only... The only thing that draws me to a cruise is just the idea of just drinking all day on a boat. And if I was on a Kid Rock cruise, I would just be hammered. It wouldn't be like fun, light cocktail drink and getting a little buzz on all day. It would be like wake up and be like, I have to forget that I'm on this Kid Rock cruise. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's, it is a boat to forget. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't go, you're not going to see live performances from Jamie Johnson, A Thousand Horses, The Earls of Leicester, John Stone and the Trailer Park All-Stars, <laughs> Bishop Gunn, The Sweet Tea Trio, Dean James Jr., and more to be announced. What? It's fake more? ass. <laughs> Sweet tree, Tea Trio. How can I ask for more than that? Is there like a Kid Rock shaped pool. Uh, well, there are theme nights. There's Podunk Pirate Night. Oh, <laughs> There's Beach Babes and Cowboys. Oh. There's Camo Castaways. <laughs> what, is camo is castaways? <laughs> what is Camo Castaways? I imagine it's just like a bunch of Hicks version of uh, what is it? Is it what's the one that's gone forever? Three hour tour. Uh, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, camo castaways. We may only be here for four nights, but our dream is getting stranded on this island forever. The only thing we need to survive is each other and our camouflage gear. Get, that sounds great. This sounds <laughs> great. Get Marcus, castaway do you and tattered want and torn to camo go? Attire. This sounds fucking awesome. This sounds so, so much fun. Out in the everybody out in the woods wearing camo, hanging out. My concern about <laughs> the, the cruise is. I think that in general, Kid Rock's aesthetic is like, I'm a working class guy, but he's actually very, very rich. And he, I'm concerned, and he's kind of doing like working class cosplay. And I'm worried that the boat's going to be full of rich people doing their like, I'm a working class man cosplay. And that is my primary concern. I doubt it. I I, I don't think it was going to be a whole bunch of that because, I mean, how are you going to do that when you're on Podunk Pirate Night? <laughs> <laughs> Yo ho ho. These badass mateys don't give any flying hillbilly fucks. We're mad. Up everything we love about rednecks and pirates for a night of badass debauchery. Let's see those lawn flamingos sitting atop your shoulder, American flag eye patches, trucker hats with a captain's feather, anything that yells, Are you a redneck? Are you a redneck? Oh, no. There's going to be a bunch of bankers sitting around being like, I'm a redneck. Yes, yes, there's plenty of room at the Hotel California. But don't you want to look great as you descend into the horrendous depths of addiction and lifelong upset? 
Yes, queen! Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just because they ain't had that wine spirit there since 1969 ain't mean you can't 69 in style. You, you, you. Just go to stitchfix.com slash page seven and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. They do accessories as well. I told my stylist about Renaissance 2019, and she for sure delivered. I got some rad as H silver animal print shoes that are to die. When I told them that I'll never wear heels unless I'm in the seventh ring of hell, they listened. These rad as H shoes are flat as the dickens. That's why they call me bitch dickens in the streets and snacky jacky in the sheets. She's just as hungry as she is thirsty. Now, some dance to remember and some dance to get paired with their very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door. You ain't got to dance for your stitch fix, but it is certainly encouraged to dance like no one is watching at all times. Hashtag live, laugh, love. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. Ain't gotta pay for the mail time lugabouts. We may all be prisoners here of our own device. But Stitch Fix gives us freedom where it counts. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive schedule shipments or get you fixed whenever you want. So you can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. Because Stitch Fix isn't a mind prison of your past life choices impeding on your future life choices. Isn't that nice? Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. Any time of year, you can find your fashion here. No alibis necessary. Don't tell me how to live my life, Hotel California. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash page seven, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash page seven for when you just can't kill the beast. So what I'm throwing out there to you guys, do you want to go on and see if we can do a live page seven from the Kid Rock book? I'm sure that we would fit into the aesthetic very, very well. Oh, are you a pirate? Was it? Are you a redneck? They're gonna throw us off the boat. We can't go on that boat. Why? You worried about getting getting knocked up again? I understand. (laughs) I get it. Things happen. Things happen on the chillin' the most cruise. I mean, I'm worried they're not gonna trust us on that boat. (laughs) Oh, they'll trust us. We just have to. We have to. We have to assimilate. We have to dress like we know. It's like get all the camo. Do the. Oh my God. Molly, you would look so great in one of those curled up cowboy hats, the ones that are curled up on the side. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I got cred. My very first concert was Kid Rock. See? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, as we've discussed, could, can almost certainly rock a pair of cowboy boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially I can rock a pair of cowboy boots if I'm going to Beach Babes and Cowboys, live the laid back life of a permanent beach dweller, but with a redneck flair. Ladies, show off those bikinis and Daisy Dukes, and fellas, pack your cowboy hat and boots. On this island, we're chilling the absolute most. Yeah, we are. How seduced are you by this website? (laughs) Is Larry the Cable Guy there? Because I feel like I would not be surprised if he is also there. Nah. The enter- if he's the, the stand-up entertainment. Nah, Larry the Cable Guy is too tame for Kid Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. 
we're gonna be ripping this man we're gonna be ball with bond all the way to key west yeah yeah i'm gonna de bang de bang diggy diggy <laughs> diggy sit the boogie sit up jump the boogie i'm down for that <laughs> <laughs> all right well now i i think the only thing that we're missing on this boat is how do we get mariah carey on the boat because i <laughs> feel like mariah carey would actually um, weave in pretty well with this entertainment. Can you imagine what she would look like in the horror on her face if she got if she like sunk so low as to be on the Kid Rock cruise? Oh. Is Kid Rock there? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two Kid Rock shows. Uh-huh. Two. Yeah, so if you black out and you and you go see one you don't remember I mean, it, you can again. go again. <laughs> you're at, you're at, your risk of missing a Kid Rock show is substantially reduced. Very much so. Uh, yeah. But that's why I so I bring up Mariah Carey because she is suing her personal assistant for three million dollars because <laughs> the personal assistant is blackmailing her with embarrass quote embarrassing and quote personal videos. Ooh. I mean, I'm surprised that that has not happened before. Yeah, the personal assistant uh, blackmailing with very sensitive information. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. mean, I guess particularly with Mariah Carey because I think everything she does is embarrassing. Yeah, I imagine so. But then what are on these videos? That's, that is what I'm truly intrigued by because I just imagine that she had, like has her personal assistant in the room when she's fucking and she's just like, oh no, I need better light. No, get over here. I want you to make sure you see the angle of penetration. No, no, no. Oh. I just imagine those are the videos that she's blackmailing her with, which I can only hope. But what else would it be? Is it drugs? Could be drugs. Could be just her just fucking blast ass wasted. Because uh-huh. the blind, according to the blind items, Mariah Carey likes the wine quite a bit. And and you know she considering how not embarrassed she was by that very uncomfortable video of her and her children singing, mm-hmm. her forcing her children to sing the backup vocals. <laughs> I can imagine that there exists some even more embarrassing videos of maybe her with her children. Yeah, I'm just really excited because. Uh, I'm I'm excited because I feel like at some point these videos are going to come out. And yeah. that's what I can't wait for. I want to talk about somebody who I'm really disappointed to see them fall from grace. But how? What? Grace. Uh, grace. Is grace. It, we're talking grace. about Mariah Carey? I'm talking, I want to talk about Melissa Joan Hart, Ooh. who maybe Grace is an overstatement. Grace is a big overstatement. But, you know, I was a big fan of Clarissa Explains It All. I'd never watched Sabrina, but I know people love it. And uh, Melissa Joan Hart, I mean, you know, maybe Fall from Grace is too strong on all levels. But Melissa Joan Hart definitely uh, is is in a bit of trouble for going on a podcast and talking about parenting and uh, talking about moving her kids from the Christian school that they were used to to a traditional non-Christian school. And she uh, had to kind of prime her kids for it. And she said... Quote, we don't know if these people are good people. We don't know if they believe in Jesus. And then when her son uh, made friends with a Jewish boy, he asked how his new friend would get into heaven. And because his friend wasn't having Jesus in his heart. And uh, and Melissa Joan Hart basically kind of proceeded to, to continue to talk about how you can't trust people who don't have Jesus in their heart. And... It was not a good look. 
But also what's ridiculous is another quote that she had was like, I've been studying religion for the past eight years and I'm learning more every day. I try to never judge anyone unless they put ice in their wine. But I was simply <laughs> telling my son that we know people and it's old school, even down to their faith beliefs. But at the same time, you're saying that you're not judging anybody, but then you're like... I think that you are. I don't know a whole lot about religion, but I think that that's a judgment. Also, I like how she said, she, yes, right. So a bunch of people said what you just did was that's not, that's, that's, you know, not good. You should not say that about people who aren't Christians. Uh, we live in a climate right now where you shouldn't be talking about how people who aren't Christians aren't trustworthy, etc. And then that's when she responded, I've been studying religion for eight years, and the only people I judge is people who put ice in their wine. Which, you know uh, what, throwing out there, I put ice in my wine. Yeah, put ice in the wine. I put ice in my you. wine. I'm Florida trash. I am here <laughs> for it. I'm going on a Kid Rock cruise. I get it. You know, I put ice in my wine. Put an ice cube in it. But I, when she says, I've been studying religion for eight years, I just want to know what she means by that. Because I feel like that is something that people say when that's not exactly what they mean. I feel like she maybe means going to church, but I, I don't think she's in a religious studies program. I don't know what she means by, I've been studying religion for eight years. I want her to elaborate. No, and it's it's the same thing with, like, I judge no one on their, their religious beliefs. Because, honestly, if you do whatever you're going to do, don't affect my life. You do. Everybody lives their own life. But it's the same kind of thing with like not this not as similar because Chris Pratt is very good at what he says and how he says it. But he is on this 21 day fast. It's a Bible inspired fast called the Daniel fast that is about it. So it's fasting and praying as well as I believe it's it's fruits, vegetables and unleavened breads that he's allowed to eat. (laughs) As yeah, he's working out. Yeah, I think Chris Pratt's like low-key super evangelical. Oh, he's, I think he's high-key super, because like a lot of his, like he's quoted, like he had, I, I forget which award show it was, that he's like, there are seven things I've learned in my life. God is love. Uh, believe in God. God will help you, like guide you to your better decisions, like all this stuff. So he's very open about his religion, which is why I do kind of, wonder if that's why he put a ring on Katherine Schwarzenegger because I don't know if that's a I want to fuck you ring. Wow. Has he been like that or is this like a new I'm lost Chris Pratt development? I think it's a new type of thing, right? He had he had like a whole um, religious awakening at the age of 19. But oh. now he's being way more outspoken about it. But again, that is his right. He can say whatever he wants to say. It's yeah. just, but what it comes down to the fasting for 21 days uh that's a as somebody as a dude that works out all the time which also i don't know if you've seen recent pictures but he's getting a little bit of his dad bod back and i am here for it i miss dad bod chris pratt i feel like isn't his whole thing that he kind of like got hot and then became a dick and like if he's like super Christian then of course no problem I just like I didn't know that Melissa Joan Hart was super Christian I don't care if she's super Christian it's that you know telling saying that you can't trust people who aren't Christian is something that I think is not a a bit much yes but uh but I feel like if Chris Pratt is like a super Christian no problem with that but isn't he also famously like been just like a total dick I mean, I'm not quite sure because Anna Ferris still seems to like wish him well. They co-parent Jack together, like part of the end of their divorce, which was only like the finalization of the divorce was two months ago. And he just got engaged to Catherine Schwarzenegger. But as part of the um, 
the deal in their divorce is that they can't live outside of five miles of each other because of the because they are co-parenting. So I feel uh-huh. like if you're doing that with a dude, he can't be that much of a dick, at least uh-huh. overall. Okay. As Fair. well as the fact that like she even joked around on her po- she has a podcast called Unqualified that she said like, "Hey, uh, you know, if you need a minister, I am ordained." As well, uh-huh. so it's like I th- I don't know if it's just like outwardly pro all of it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay. But, I just I feel like he he went from being like Andy, you know, to being like Mister Number One sculpted Hollywood hottie, man. Yeah, and it and it it seems like it kind of affected his personality. And I I mean, there's no way that you can't because you know what? He's got to be hungry. There is something about <laughs> like looking at a dude that has a twelve pack on his stomach. I've never really been attracted to that kind of dude just because like. All I can see in them is that, like, all you think about is working out and what you can eat and what you are allowed to eat and how you're supposed to live your life. And it's like, I want you to just be thinking about how much you love having sex with me. That's uh-huh. what you should be thinking about. Tell me about Katherine Schwarzenegger. What's her deal? I mean, she's one of the Schwarzeneggers. She's a part. Of, she's also part of the Hillsong Church with him, which is like what Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez go to. It's like the celebrity Christian church, uh. and she seems pretty chill. So, I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about her, uh, but it, it, I guess it's good. But I think that it's a fuck me ring. Pretty sure. Uh huh. You know, not again. I don't have hold anything against people that wait for marriage, but I obviously um, have not. <laughs> that rule uh, but you know no judges I just hope that they're uh, getting married because they want to get married not just because they want to uh, go down to bone town and I got no I, I think there's like a genre of like people who were in terms of Melissa Joan Hart and judges there's a genre of like people who were famous teenage stars in the 90s like Alicia Silverstone, Mayim Bialik aka Blossom, and Melissa Joan Hart and all three of them have weird shit that they do as parents. Alicia Silverstone famously feeds her baby like a bird. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mayim Bialik still breastfeeds her like very old children and Melissa Joan Hart you know has this weird Christian thing and I guess that was just that discovery that she also has some weird shit uh, and and I don't mean to compare those three acts. Maybe huh. what's feeding Jennifer Love Hewitt up to? Is she okay? <laughs> feeding baby like a bird, not comparable. Uh, or still breastfeeding your five or six year old. I guess again, no judges. But it's weird to watch the teenagers who we grew up with grow up and be weird moms. How old are the kids that she's still breastfeeding? I I I just don't. I wouldn't want a a, a six year old gnashing on my nippies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think they're like f- at least four. It's more just the biting four. tactics. Four. Yeah, it was four. Four. And she did it on the subway. I think there was a there was a, a photo going around. And you know, I I definitely know people who's definitely breastfed their kids till three or four. So again, m- mothers get judged for all sorts of stupid shit. I I understand why people judge Alicia Silverstone for feeding her baby like a bird. I understand why people are weirded out when you see like a child who can speak like, Mommy, can I please have your breast? Although I will say that like, I mean, it's got to make it pretty easy once they can like stand and that they are the size of your breast. So you don't even have to bend <laughs> over anymore. They can just like take it out themselves and go to town. Yeah. And I, I do try to be, I try to not, especially after since 
becoming a mom, I try to like really not judge moms about anything unless they're saying stuff that can hurt other people, which I think is the Melissa Joan Hart falls into that category. But yeah, uh, so Mayim Bialik not hurting anybody by breastfeeding her uh, large child, but, but she is hurting people by being on the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that more of what offense. I'm upset about. That is a bigger. <laughs> Come and shake your body, baby. Do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Feel the rhythm of the music getting stronger. Don't you fight until you try to do that conga beat. When you are slamming your body around Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine style, you want to make sure your breasts are high and tight and begging to be unwrapped like a glorious present for a grabsy. That's why I dig Third Love bras. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and an incredible feel. You answer questions with the Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit. Cause who knew breast shape matters when finding a good fit? I definitely stood bare-chested and cupping myself, staring in the mirror to determine my fun bag shape, and I'm so glad I did. Also, my breasts really like looking at themselves in the mirror, and good for them. Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body. Now they are ready for that island rhythm to take hold and pretend that it's not terrible outside because the sun will return and we will all smile again someday, I promise. My side jumblies ain't roly-polying about in this awesome racer back. The band is wide enough to keep them high and tight, like a, like a banana hammock, but without the banana. I guess you could call your breasts your upstairs pine nipples, and this bra is ripening up my pine nipples to be primed and juiced for Rita time. And Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer. Cups range from A through H with bands up to 48. And all of us bigger, beautiful women know it's hard to find a sexy bra in all sizes. Third Love really provides sexy wares that are gonna have anybody and everybody champing at the bit to ride that conga line down into your southern hemisphere where the heat is hot and the nights are long and filled with desire. 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes, so Third Love invented half cup sizing so my pine nipples ain't swimming in a dub's D no more because turns out I needed a D and a half. Although that seems like a sex joke, it's actually not. Squirty is perfectly satiated with undi, but pine nipples have been begging for that half a D to get me to tropical fantasy island. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash page seven now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash page seven for 15% off today. Conga! You know what? I actually found something that let, let's go ahead and do it. It's time for the list! Hey! What? Who's on the list? Marcus! Gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list! Other celebrities who practiced extended breastfeeding. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not as intense as four years old, always. Yeah. Courtney Kardashian. Did it well past a year old. Uh-huh. Uh, she said, why am I doing this? If I'm happy and he's happy, I'll do it. I mean, I guess. But wait, also, mommy, 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 mommy. Uh-huh. How long are you supposed to, like, what is, like, the general gist of how long you're supposed to breastfeed? 
The recommendation is until a year. And I actually feel so so uh my baby just stopped on her own because when I went back to work it like fucked my body up a little bit cuz I wasn't I couldn't pump at work. And so uh so she stopped around 6 months and so then I kept pumping uh so that she could still keep having breast milk and I just recently was like I can't I'm gonna I like I'm spending so much time pumping like Mm. time I could be hanging out with her I'm like leaving her (laughs) with you know and then going to another room to pump yeah so I was like I have given her like you know seven eight months of breast milk and I'm 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 passing the baton on to other ways to feed her now but it's like you know there's a lot it's it's breastfeeding it's weird because there's like a lot of guilt around not doing it um, or not doing it long enough and you're supposed to do it for at least a year or whatever or it's recommended that you do it for at least a year some people can't do it at all uh, but then and so there's part of me that feels bad being so weirded out when I see like there's like a documentary that has like eight year olds still breastfeeding oh, and they're like I think yeah. it's delightful Mommy, give me your brace now I feel like I have seen a good amount every video I've watched of it not to say I'm not saying that all of them are like this but like a lot of the ones I've watched on YouTube are of um, European families, so it uh-huh. is just like that. Not a breast milk, Mommy, I'm hungry. I think it's nicer than any other. It's just cute because the kids of. with accents are very cute. So it's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, because when a kid's got an accent, you're like, all right, yeah, maybe sure, you got a point. Can, yeah, yeah. breastfeed uh-huh. third grader. Some Hayek did it for a while. Oh, of course. I mean, uh, honestly, if I was that kid, I'd be like, Mommy, show me your titties again. <laughs> show me your titties, Mommy. <laughs> you know, it is, I guess, a 90s thing. Alanis Morissette did it well past the second year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. when do teethies come, in, come involved? Teethies come in before one. Like, a lot of people stop around nine or ten months when their child bites them for the first time. Ouch! Makes my nipples hurt just through. thinking about it. <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, I definitely have friends who feed, who best breastfed at least until two or three, and and it's just, my experience was, like, primarily breastfeeding, like, an infant who, like, didn't even, couldn't even hold her head up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, a very specific thing trying to, and, obvi- when, and when Freddie was born, she was so small, it was, like, a very specific challenge trying to breastfeed somebody who's extremely small and has no muscle control mm-hmm. so when i see people irl feeding like a 30 pound two and a half year old i'm like that is i can't even imagine what that physical experience would be like because it's so different than the one i had you it's know gotta be weird <laughs> but also they must be jacked holding the baby up like that right or the toddler up and what's cool is like breast milk is like this very like amazing magic thing where it changes for the needs of your baby so hmm. when like if you have a preemie you have like my body made like extra high calorie breast milk like and there's like specific things in breast milk for newborns that help them fight off infections and whatever. That's so weird. Yeah and then it changes uh, as the kid gets older based on what their needs are so I don't know what it's like for older kids but they it's like a the fucking body just is like makes the like toddler formula or whatever and you can also breastfeed when you're pregnant so you can people breastfeed their two and three year olds like while they're gestating and then i've also heard of people who have their their second baby and then breastfeed the big the toddler on why? one wow. and then the infant why? on the other why? Yeah, but why though but why, <laughs> why? Because it's, 
because it's you know it's good. It's no. a lot of people have a positive experience with it. Give them a Dr Pepper and call it a day. Yeah, you've got a baby brother, and today today you learn what Dr Pepper is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, continuing on the '90s train, the girl that played Winnie Cooper also over two and a half years old. Uh-huh. I um is she I I saw a book of her. I went to a museum over the weekend. Yeah, I'm smart. Yeah, I'm an adult. I was watching. I wanted to go see a spaceship, and um I saw a book by Winnie Cooper. She's I a guess math she's, girl. Yeah, she's a mathematician. She writes g- books about how girls should feel confident doing math. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Her and Blossom both turned out to be big smarty pants. Yeah, but, but also very good. breastfeed their children for a long time. Both mm-hmm. breastfeed their children for a long time. Oh, uh, you know who else did it? Kelly Preston. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because she was guilty because they were test tube babies and she felt that the lies of the love that she felt for her husband wouldn't, you know, translate if she pumped them full of her milks for longer. Is that mm. how it works, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> she said, when I stop, it's going to be really hard on me. I love nursing well, so uh, much. Yeah, a lot of people like love it. And I guess two and a half years, to me, two and a half years seems like forever since it was like very hard. I found it to be a whole very challenging experience. It was like very hard to make it to, to six months. So to me, two and a half seems like a long ass time. But I think for a lot of people who still do it at two and a half years, they're like, ah, it just kept happening, you know? Like, hmm. they, they don't, you don't do it all day. You do it, like, before the kid goes to bed or whatever. So, like, I, I, I'm anticipating people maybe even, th- say, you know, hearing this and saying two and a half years isn't even that long. But, man, t- 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 from my <laughs> stance, making it to two and a half years is a long time to have your body, like, producing. It's hard on your body, you know? Uh-huh. Like, your body is, like, producing, like, a complex food for another human being. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's just really, it's just the talk of it makes my nipples hurt. And I think it's just because I've never had a child chow down on them yet. And I think that, I, I, that, I think this is just, like, the difference between being a person that has not had a child. I'm like, ah, ah. And then mother's just like, get the fuck over it. You also squeeze it out of your fucking who genies. So <laughs> Jackie can uh, attest to the amount of times I have Marco Poloed her whilst pumping. Oh, yeah. It's not as loud as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> How many times wow. have I Marco Poloed wow. you? With, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. From here on up, shoulders on up, no clothes, and just being like, I'm pumping. So this is the time I have to talk. Yeah, dude. I, I But I just imagine like the pumps are like um the chatterer, Cenobite, from Hellraiser. <laughs> 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 I think that's actually pretty accurate. Hell yeah. All right, it's time for Blind Out Hoop. Ah, we can't see him. If you can't start a fashion company to launder money, then another great way is to start a movie production company that spends a lot in exploring deals but never actually produces anything. Ooh. This is what this former almost A-list actress turned escort is doing. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a Kanye thing when you said fashion. Production and fashion? A-list. Well, she didn't wasn't able to do the fashion line. Lindsay Lohan Yes. Uh, she's, uh-huh. she's got. She's got oh, I would imagine she's got a fair amount of escort money to launder. Cha. And also, it is. It's interesting, especially watching. I watched the second episode of Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, and it is all about. Which I do actually. You know what? I will doff 
a doff my hat? What is it? Doff? Yeah, doff. Yeah. Doff my hat to her. <laughs> um, that it's a lot about her trials and tribulations and what she's trying to get over in creating a beach club and being a boss and doing all these things. But all of that would make a lot of sense because it's definitely like it's people are trying to compare it to Vanderpump Rules, the show, and it's like it's not because it's more of a platform for her to talk about all of the problems she had before she started this beach club. And, like, when she got hit on the beach in Greece and, like, dealing with all of that, like, the, the backlash of that and how she psychologically dealt with it. And, um, yeah, I mean, bitch is all fucked up is what I'm saying. And the show is not Vanderpump Rules. Uh, apparently, the blind items also say that the show is full of lies. No. No. <laughs> that must no. be wrong. What kind of lies? No reality television show has ever been based on lies and clever editing, 90 no. Day Fiance. <laughs> How dare you say that about 90 Day Fiance? Oh, that the editing is pretty much the entire show? <gasps> How, Marcus, these are real no. life people in real life relationships. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Have you seen Debbie freak out yet? Oh, you're going to love it when Debbie freak out. I'm done. <laughs> no, but I can't wait. There's just so many long episodes. Um, I'm so, really excited about they're it. They're so long. Honestly, when you said I was uh, getting excited to watch it, but then when you said they were long, I got slightly less excited to watch They're it. like an hour 20 each. How are they that long? I don't know. It's a lot. There's a lot of silences where they, you can tell they're editing in silences to kind of pad the show a little bit. They need to keep the long silences. But you got to remember, these people are getting followed around by cameras 24-7. Well, not 24-7, but they're getting followed around a lot. lot. And there's, what, six couples? Yeah. They got to keep up with all of them. But what are they saying about, wait, what are are the blind items saying about Lindsay Lohan and the fact that it's all fake? It's just that they're saying it's fake? It's just, well, that it's lies. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because remember, there was that other blind item that we talked about in which, uh, like, her quote-unquote boyfriend is actually her boyfriend's son, and she's really banging the old dude. Good for her. I mean, uh, the wrinklies need to get crinkly with all that <laughs> goosh. And I'm, pr- I'm proud of her. Someone's got to take the helm of fucking billionaires, old billionaires. There's something about the actresses. We were just talking about the actresses who were teenagers when, when we were kids, like like Blossom and, and Alicia Silverstone. But there's something about the actors who were like our age when we were kids, like Mary-Kate and Ashley and Lindsay Lohan. When they're fucking old men, it's it just hits too close to home. Does it, it make like you feel jealous? Are you <laughs> envious? <laughs> or do you just think envious? about yourself? It makes me feel like they're too young to be fucking very old men, which yeah. is ridiculous because they are adults. Yeah, but it, there's just something about it that's too like there. There is something about that specific phenomenon that makes me very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. also, in your thirties is when you're supposed to start doing that because you think about it. Old billionaires don't usually want chippies in their 20s. They want someone who's like, yeah, but she's in her 30s. Uh, oh, but she right. is established. It's like, she's not that young. I feel uh, like in your 30s is when you can get away with it as an old billionaire to have sex with someone younger. Because it's like, they are a fully, quote unquote, formed person, you know? But women hit their sexual prime in their 30s and so are they you, having you, really you, great you, sex you, you, with you. the old men or aren't they and hmm. i feel like they might not be not saying that old men can't have great sex but if you're having sex with an old man just for the money 
are you also doing it for the sex? Sounds like you're not. Mm-mm. But maybe they are. What if there's something? Maybe that's just a world we don't know know about. Old men might be really good at sex. Lots of lots of time to learn. I mean, Google. They, yeah. Our old <laughs> man good at sex. Enter. Marcus, I found 10 results for our old men good at sex. Oh, well, six things older men do better in bed. Oh. oh. I want to start. Sh- I need to get an Alexa just so I can shout that out. I'd just be like Henry when he's like, my Alexa never responds to me because he's just going, Alexa! Alexa! <laughs> screaming at it like that. So I'm going to ask Alexa about it. I feel like she would have to say it in some sort of sultry tone. What does it say, Marcus? What do they do better? Older men take their time, young lady. Uh, mm. Yeah, but that's just because they can't do it as fast. They focus on foreplay. Older men got to be better, unless they are the type of person who doesn't like to learn. The more you do something, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Says older men believe in ladies first and often. Okay. I feel like that this is a general list, but I'm definitely mm-hmm. on board and I hope that it's true. I think this the writer of this article just fucked one old man. Or is an old man. <laughs> and is like, you're fantastic. Older men take longer to finish. Older men can go multiple times in one night. Their own orgasm isn't necessarily a driving force. She just fucked an old man. <laughs> she fucked nice one old man. old man. She just fucked a nice old man, and that's it. And, and good for you. Fair way, to go. Like, way to go yeah, for fucking a nice brave. old man. You first, she's darling. Brave. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I just imagine her getting into that situation just being like, I gotta do this for research. And just taking notes while they're fucking, and he's just like, can you not? I want to enjoy this as well. Do you have to write all about the? Okay, yeah, I know you do. That's part I got of the contract. For research once it was fine. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some girl picked me up on Craigslist. Said she was writing an article. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is back. This is like 2007. Did you ever find out what the article was about? Uh, just about how uh, you know you can just kind of pick up a dude on the internet and go fuck. This is like years before Tinder. Yeah, this is back before Craig. This is like during the Craigslist days, back when Craigslist was like kind of cool. Yeah, and people would write about things like randomly. It was like an empowerment thing. It was like for Bitch Magazine. I think I got good reviews. <laughs> Hell yeah! You never looked uh, into I've- it. I never was able to find the mat, like the issue or anything like that. I mean, I didn't really look or anything because I can't. I don't really remember. I remember her first name, but uh, not her last name. Yeah, and I haven't cared that much. But we saw each other a couple times after that, and she gave me good reviews from what she said. So. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I was in Bitch Magazine. But Great. I will yeah. say, good for her for being upfront about it. Yeah, she definitely. was not upfront about it. She did not tell me until afterwards. Ah, I rescind my comment. But it's not like I cared. We both knew why we were there. Like, yeah. we weren't looking for love. Uh-huh. You know? It was like, it's very obvious what we're doing here, you know? And it was like, whole thing started up within, like, fucking 15 minutes of uh, meeting each other. Go Hell back to yeah. her place, went to a party, went back to her place, like this fucking shitty loft in Bushwick. It was very Brooklyn. Sounds like a very 2007 Brooklyn thing. It was yes. a very 2007 Brooklyn thing to do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I assume she didn't name you or anything. You just get to be no. described as, like, a a great lay just a good I think good I don't think I got like, <laughs> I don't think I got like great I don't think it was like it was the best sex I ever had I think it was like overall it was a positive experience <laughs> yeah like, honestly to be fair did you ever have great sex in those lofts yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I was were, the totally, ceilings were low. Yeah, I was totally fine with overall. It was a positive experience. Put it, put it, put it on your tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here lies Marcus Parks. Overall, it was a positive experience. <laughs> I definitely had quite some uh, positive, but borderline negative experiences in those Bushwick lofts. Yeah, yeah, those lofts. It's a, it's it's a time, there's a time and a place for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're that young, that's when you do it and you leave, and you're just like, well. That happened. Don't know <laughs> yeah. how I ended up off the Montrose stop, but I'm gonna go home now. I was off of the Montrose stop too. Of course, it was. It's always off the Montrose stop when you have the worst experiences. Especially back then, it was like it got progressively better the closer and you got. Like mm-hmm. you know, I there was two guys I dated off the Graham stop, and I felt like I was living large. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, this, uh, yeah, and this was like long before, like when I got, got up, and I had never been out there because I only been living in the city a few months. I'd never been that far out and I walked out the next morning he's like oh god where am I actually it was the Morgan stop like in the kind of more industrial part I'm like oh yeah ooh, this is uh this is frightening for 9 a.m <laughs> especially back then when it was just warehouses mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it was no businesses yeah now it's like you know the set of a Hallmark movie in yeah. terms of how wholesome and Produced it in. Yeah. It's very awesome produced out there. Well, you know what? I say good on us for having fun adventures, but and I'm proud of you for being a positive entry into a uh, a, a lucrative magazine titled Bitch Magazine, and I think <laughs> that is great. I've always wanted someone to write about me in like Cosmo article, but I guess that ship has sailed because no one wants to write about a woman in her mid-30s, you know, that gave it the best shot that you could. <laughs> <laughs> well, you realize when you read a Cosmo, which I did last night because I found one in my house, uh, is that it is definitely written for when I used to read Cosmo, which was when I was a teenager and I didn't know anything about sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, put a mango in my mouth, okay. <laughs> and then you read it now and you're like, oh no. Dude, Don't it's like do doing that. the all Altoids thing when they're like, always put Altoids in your mouth if you're if you're uh, giving fellatio. And I, apparently it just burns. I would imagine that would be fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. people say pineapple, mango. Also, don't put. You don't need anything else in your mouth. Yeah, it, you don't need to add to that experience. <laughs> it's great the way it is. It's just like you don't need to. You, you know, let's not futz with that one. Yeah. It's just, Everyone, like, let's just keep it going. I tried a cinnamon Altoid one time, and I will say the dude was not pleased. Oh. Ah. It even no. burns your mouth. Imagine what it does to a to a sticky. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Go! Oh, no! 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 What's in your mouth? What's in your mouth? There was a lot of what's in your mouth, which made me think of like, what's in the box? What's in the box? And so I laughed to myself, um, and then I swallowed the cinnamon Altoid, which also you shouldn't do. It was oh. a, uh, you know, it was a bit of a one night stand. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And that's all we got for today. Uh, and unfortunately, I have a bit small announcement. I'm going to have to take a little bit of a break from the show for uh, a little while while I finish up the book, the last podcast on the left book. It is uh, taking over my life, and it needs to be done. We have deadlines. Completely understandable. Well, we will have fun. Last podcast network host coming in to fill your spot, and I think that we're going to have a great time. You yeah. guys are going to have a great time. It's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be fun. I'll, I'll, be ba- I'll be back as soon as I can. But you'll be very Thank yes, you very much. Yes, you will definitely I will miss, be missed. I will, miss, I will miss being around. I'll keep up with Riverdale. 
Don't yeah. worry. Got to keep uh, up with Riverdale. Uh, got to start True Detective. Uh, yeah. I got to keep up with the Americans. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and we're gonna have other boys in here. And I hate that they're not gonna be watching Riverdale, but maybe we can convince them to watch Riverdale. That would be kind of fun. That would be fun. That'd be kind of fun. I yeah. I can only imagine just Kissel sitting and watching Riverdale. She'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" What is this? <laughs> I mean, they're, te- they're children. They're, you're watching children kiss each other. And, um, yeah. I, yeah, that's actually, pretty you know much going to be it. Yeah. I say we try and get Kissel to watch from Riverdale. I'm not promising anything, but yeah, try to get him to just watch one at yeah. random. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I think you might like it. Yeah, uh, I, I think, think you might, might like it. it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Um, if you want some more content, please hit up our Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash page7podcast. We got fun oogies and oggies for you on there. And um, thank you, Molly and Marcus. My name is Jackie. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm if you like, because I got some Frannison's pictures coming up, because... I will say, for Anasan Springs, um, it's difficult to find tiny vests for a yeah. big-chested woman. And um, it, I'm, I'm dealing with it. I will say, right now, I got all, a lot of my social media on private, so if you have requested me, I'm not approving anybody, but I'll, I'll be back soon. I'm just taking a little respite. Understandable. Understandable. And if you guys, if you guys want to follow uh, everything that's going on on the Last Podcast Network, all the other shows that are coming out, uh, be sure and follow at Last Pod Network on Instagram and Twitter. Hell yeah. It's got all the, again, oogies and oggies, which is something that I just made up, but I think I might like it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Uh oh, y'all better watch out because we're getting Jackie with it. Na 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 na. <laughs> no, 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 no. Getting Jackie with it. Yeah, I'm over here getting Jackie with it because I am about to start reading the Patreon shoutouts of all the week. Thank you guys so much for donating to our Patreon. It makes me smile in ways that I never knew. Smile upstairs, smile downstairs, smile every stair that I see. Smiles go out to Riley Moser, Haley Tanner, Lauren White, Sarah Lavelle, Anatomic, Corey Williams, Molly Wilder, Karen Vaught, what up girl? Tara Lindsay, Joseph Garden, Beverly Roarer, that's extra roar for Beverly, Ashley Sealing, Matt Reed, Casey Jones, Heather Ramsey, Sarah Roach, Elizabeth Champion, Casey Thomas, Sarah McKillop, Patrick Daniel, Meg Shepard, Kelsey Brosnan, thank you, Holly DeRossi, Alicia Eslick, Rebecca Erdy, what up, Nerdy Erdy? Caitlin, Catherine Fagan, Faith Dawn Forbes, Cass Hyde, Alyssa L, Abby Brunzel, Gretchen A. Prehim, Leanne, Paul Culotta, Hunter Harmon Valenstein, hell yeah, good hyphen on it, Hope Thompson, Isolde Stapleton, Virginia Winston, Sarah Schlesinger, Natalie Hollycar. Rachel Clark, Emily Anderson, Caitlin Oots. Are you of the Ootses? Are you of the pretzel Ootses? Hell yeah! Kellen Netherland, Cecilia Janes, Sonny, Bellinger Boylston, Sir S. Bellinger, Brett Phelps. Uh oh, you smoking the cheeb too? Phelps! Jasmine Rodriguez, and 
Gemini Real Life. That's a fun name. That's, I think, a username. But I love it! And I love all you guys. Thank you guys so much for donating to the Patreon and keeping the show going. Uh, you know that I say this a lot, but it is my favorite thing, and I really can't thank you guys enough for giving me the opportunity to make this my livelihood. I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Please listen to our Pretty Little Liars episodes because um, this show doesn't make any fucking sense, and I love watching it. So join along. Go on the no sense train with us because um, apparently you guys say that some of it gets worked out, but I don't know if I believe you. Pretty Liars, love you guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to our studio where we have a special guest with us today, Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam, welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, and um, it's Fruit Loops, just so you know. Uh, fruit? Fruit. Yeah, fruit. No, it's Fruit Loops. The same way you say studio. That's not how we say it. Fruit Loops, find the loopy side. <laughs> 